Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Ask the Coach Show, episode 34. I'm Jeff Plum, and with me, as always, is Super Coach Alois Rosario. Welcome, Alois. Morning, Jeff. How are you this morning? I'm very good, thank you. That's now, we, we had an interesting question for the Pink Skillers question of the day yesterday, and it was, will Jun Muzatani be able to win the ITTF Pro Tour Grand Finals? What are your thoughts? Uh, I'd like to think so, but yeah, unfortunately, I don't think I don't think he's going to. I think it, it, an interesting stat coming out of his uh, his World Tour matches, though, is that he hasn't actually won a tournament this year. So he's he heads the standings, but he hasn't won a, won a tournament. So I think that's really important, as uh, you know, to be able to close out a tournament um, at the highest level. So yeah, I don't think so. Okay, very interesting stat there. Some of our readers suggested that Dmitry Ovcharov is in the best form of his life and he may be able to take the title. Um, you think Ovcharov's got any chance? Uh, again, like to think so, but nah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, um, yeah, it sounds like um, you think, uh, who do you think's going to win? One of the Chinese, no. obviously. Yeah, any of them. Yep. <laughs> okay. Very good. Well, let's move on to today's Ping Skillers question of the day. And it is then, and it's kind of relevant, who is the best player in the world at the moment, men's and women's? So let us know your thoughts, and uh, Alois and I can tell you our thoughts tomorrow. Okay, the first uh, question is from Salman. And Salman asks, how could I achieve pure heavy backspin on my pendulum serve with no side spin on it. And so I want it so as soon as the opponent touches the ball it goes into the net. How can I do that, Alois? Yeah, so this is um, this is a good one. Um, because I see this quite a lot. So with the pendulum serve, because we've got this um, relaxed grip, so taking these three fingers off and relaxing the grip, you'll find that your bat often ends up at that angle. And as soon as there's that angle on it, you're going to get some side spin on it. The way to get backspin is to have your bat completely flat to the ground. So if you've got your bat completely flat, then you'll get pure backspin. As soon as there's a little bit of tilt in your bat, you're going to get side spin. And I often see players, like they'll start with their bat like that at the start of the serve, and as soon as they go back and then swing through, this drops, and then they still get the side spin on the ball. So um, I think a really good solution is to just get someone to video you doing the serve, and probably from behind you works best. Um, and then you'll see what the actual angle of your racket is on contact. So that's important. The If you've got to get the end of your bat up higher so that it's flat to the ground, so it needs to be the same height as your handle to get pure backspin. So that's the real key, and um, and it can be really difficult to do. I think the best thing to do, again, is to go away from the table, onto a bit of floor, and just do that action and try to see if the ball can come straight back to you. If the ball's going out and coming straight back to you, then you've got pure backspin. If the ball does that and curves around, then you're going to have some side spin on the ball. So, yeah, that's that's your best feedback. 
Okay, excellent, Alois. Now, that's interesting. I've got a couple of observations. Uh, the first one is Salman wants it so his opponent will hit it straight into the net, but I guess if their opponent's good enough, they're going to be able to return that anyway. And the second sort of question I have is, um, isn't it good to put some side spin on the ball, and isn't that maybe better for deception between your backspin and your top spin? Why would we want to do just a pure backspin serve? Yeah, so I think it's just a very, it's just a variation. So yeah, sure, um, the side spin's good with your pendulum serve as well sometimes, um, but sometimes you want just that pure backspin ball um, to give them something different to look at and to uh, to make it a little bit harder to lift. Perhaps as soon as there's a bit of side spin on the ball, it becomes a little bit easier to lift the ball over the net. So especially if someone has problems flicking, um, then or or likes to flick then if, if you can get a pure backspin um, serve, it makes it a little bit harder for them to flick because uh, there's more drag downwards on the ball, so they need to lift it a bit more. Okay, great. So there you go, Salman. So, yeah, so work on that, getting your bat level, trying to get the backspin if you want a pure backspin. Uh, but players, remember, it's also okay to have a side spin serve as well. So it's just different variations. Great question. Okay. Let's move on. Utkash now has asked us a question, and it's about the equipment. Um, Utkash has bought a new rubber, and now he wants to glue it onto his bat. And he normally has a sponge to wipe the glue onto the rubber, but he doesn't have any more sponges, and he was thinking he could use a normal one, but it kind of just soaked up the glue. So what can he use to apply the glue to his rubber, Alois? Yeah, so um, it doesn't really matter too much. Um, it's just a matter of getting the, the glue spread evenly across the surface of your wood um, and, the, and the rubber. I, mean, I tend to use just a bit of cardboard like that and just scrape it scrape it across, not, not on this side of the rubber, of course, um, but scrape it across the bat that way, and that tends to even it out. So you don't need to have one of those um, little sponge applicators. Um, if you've got one, they're good. But um, yeah, just just a piece of cardboard or paper or whatever, um, just to make sure that you're spreading that glue evenly and thinly over it. Yeah, when I first started um, and someone was showing me, they used to use the bit of cardboard that actually came in the rubber. So I had like Mark Five rubber, and they would just tear a bit of that off, put the glue on, and then use that to to spread it over. And then later on, when I had different types of glue, they actually had a brush, so you know, almost like a paintbrush or something, and that was quite easy to spread the glue as well. So, yeah, give that a go, Woodcast. Try some of those suggestions, and good luck with your new rubber. It's always exciting to get a new sheet of rubber. Um, I hope you enjoy it. Okay, now, Rutvik has asked us a question, and he wants to know, can you tell me what and how should a defender practice? Okay, yeah, so, um, Rutvik, the... Um, the things that you can start to think about with your training are similar drills to what we have in our training drills um, and similar to what the um, attacker will do. So, I mean, for example, if we're doing one backhand, one forehand when we're doing attacking drills, you can do the same thing with your defence or your chopping. So you can do one backhand, one forehand chop. Um, you can do two forehand chops. You can do all sorts of variations of your strokes um, uh, with with your training, but 
if you're a defender, you probably want to practice your chopping a lot more than you do your attacking. So that's the main the main difference. Um, you can also think about practicing your footwork. So so your footwork is a lot further. So it's bigger um, footwork movements than you would for an attacker. An attacker is close to the table, so you've only got that distance to cover. Whereas the defender, you're going back, so you've got a further distance to cover. So your footwork needs to be more of a bigger movement. The other important footwork movement um, for a defender is moving in and out. Okay, so so the other thing you can practice is the triangle footwork. So the short ball, so come in and push or attack, and then move out in the triangle. So either to this point or this point, and moving across and in that way. Um, and we've got a um, a lesson on that, uh, Jeff, on um, a defender's footwork that we might be able to link to um, to help them out with that as well. So so. A little bit of a change with the footwork. Um, the drills are basically the same, and you can do a lot of um, chopping practice mainly. Um, if you haven't got someone that's good at attacking against the chop, you can also use multi ball. Multi ball is a really effective tool for a defender. And with the multi ball, get someone to just get the bucket of balls and just feed feed them out like that. So just uh, um, stand really close to the net and just attack at you with um, with a topspin ball and again in whatever pattern that um, that you want that's going to help you. Excellent advice there, Alois. So, Rudvik, get out there, try some of those drills and change them to do some chopping and then let us know how it goes and if that practice is helping you. I'm sure it will. Yeah, so we might have to put a link to the uh, training drills on there as well, Jeff. Yep. Yes, good idea. Let's do that. We will. Okay, now Joshua has asked us the next question. And Joshua says, I'm pretty advanced as a player, but I'm looking to maximize spin when I chop. But it usually either goes well up into the air or lands into the net. Do you have any advice for this? Yeah, so Joshua, um, what I find is that often players don't tilt their back back enough. Uh, when they're trying to get more spin, um, and you need to just brush under the ball. You know, we've talked a little bit about this this morning with the with the backspin serve. So it's getting that bat at the at the nice flat angle so that you can brush underneath the ball to get that backspin on the ball there. Okay, so that firstly the angle is going to generate good spin, but then also just being able to brush the ball very fast is going to um, help you to to maximize the spin that you're getting when you chop. It's not an easy stroke because you've got a very fine contact margin there, so it's just touching the ball. So, you know, like anything, lots and lots of practice to get that, that contact um, correct. If you're finding the ball's going too high, often, often players do this when they're chopping, okay, so rather than brushing straight through the ball and getting a nice fine contact on the ball. Okay, good. Yeah, so Joshua, yeah, if the um, to get more spin, make sure you've got a fast brushing contact, so that will help. Then the other point, Alice, was yeah, it's going up into the air. So if someone's doing a really heavy top spin, should you then close the angle of your bat a bit more if you're chopping? Yeah. Or, so, or if Joshua talking about more chopping, pushing against the backspin ball. 
Yeah, I'm not sure uh, exactly which one Joshua was talking about, but yeah, so if they're top spinning to you and you're finding the ball's going up in the air, you can start to brush more downwards. Okay, again, you need the brushing contact, but then your stroke becomes more vertical so that the ball doesn't go as high into the air. Okay, all right, so Joshua, give those um, ideas a try and let us know if they help you out. And um, yeah, but concentrate really on that brushing contact. So getting your bat moving fast and then brushing the ball finely. Now that, that is difficult as Alois mentioned because the bat's coming fast and you're trying to brush it finely. But with more, with more practice, you will get it. So give it a try and let us know how you go. All right, well, that wraps up another show. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Make sure you check out our website, pingskills.com. Sign up for our free newsletter and keep on enjoying your table tennis. Thanks, Alois. Thanks, Chef. Have a great day, Ping Skillers. See if you can get some table tennis in today.